This episode of The Kona Edge is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at thekonaedge.com forward slash free trial. With titles like Dan Golding's Winning at 70.3, How to Dominate the Middle Distance, and Chris McCormack's I'm Here to Win, a world champion's advice for peak performance, Audible has you covered. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, discover more at thekonaedge.com forward slash free trial. This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. You're listening to the Kona Edge. Time to chat some nutrition. I'm Brad Brown, and joining us once again is Jackie Giuliano. Jackie, welcome back onto to the Kona Edge. Thanks for, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Jackie, something we haven't spoken about at all in our previous chats is is your sort of approach to to nutrition and uh, and uh, the, the role it plays in in your performance. How do you? I, I mean, what's in in a nutshell? I know it's probably a, a lot more uh, sort of complicated, but in a nutshell, how how do you approach nutrition from a from an athlete's perspective? Um, you know, I think everyone's body is is of course different and people can handle things better than others in terms of nutrition. But for me, um, you know, my husband used to work for power bar. So that has always been kind of like my go-to because it was just always conveniently available in our house. Um, so kind of planning things around that and thinking, okay, about how many calories am I burning per hour? Um, it's not like a, a science necessarily for me, I think that I'm really lucky that I have like a stomach that can probably handle anything. Um, and I think more importantly, like I really uh, focus on the fluids too. As far as day to day sort of nutrition during during training, I mean, how how hardcore are you when it comes to to that, or or is it do you just sort of wing it? Um, I'm. I'm probably not the best role model for that. Ryan and I are both really like sweet tooth type people um we do try to i try to keep um a pretty clean diet throughout the day um just because i i kind of feel like you know what you put into your body like that's what your body's using as fuel to help you through the workouts so i try not to eat too much like processed food and stuff um but you know after after a good workout i might indulge in you know a piece of chocolate or some some gummy bears or things like that um but i really save those kind of as like Hey, you rock today! Like you deserve this. What is your absolute weakness? Oh man, um, I really like caramels, like sea salt caramels. Those are probably one of my favorite things. If you cover it with dark chocolate, oh man, that's that's bad news for me. <laughs> Eat that all day long, all day long. Jackie, talk talk to me yeah. about sort of race week and and what you do. Do you change anything? Is is there anything you do specifically or or, or really deliberately in, in the build up from a nutrition point of view in the the final week before an Ironman? No, I mean, even when I was just focused on training for marathons, like I've never been a very big like carb loader or anything. Um, I remember my dad used to tell me how before, you know, we're big Chicago sports fans. Um, and with Michael Jordan, um, my dad would always tell me, yeah, before every game he has, he has a big steak. So that was kind of always my thing growing up, like that I would always want to have like you know, some lean red meat before a big race. And, you know, I've, I've had a lot of friends kind of start to say, yeah, I, I, 
I kind of like that thought, like instead of having all that pasta sitting in your stomach. Um, so my kind of one thing that I need during the night before a race is um, I try to have a bison burger and a beer. <laughs> and a beer as well. I love that. <laughs> You've got to have balance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's talk about that balance and, and, and not just from a from a sporting perspective, but from a nutrition perspective. It's easy to get to get really caught up and, and, and almost become one-eyed when it comes to these things. And, and you talk about the odd beer. It, it, you have to allow yourself that. It, it, it's pretty important for your sanity more than anything else, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have friends that, like, totally cut everything out, and I'm just like, you know, I – I, le- I obviously want to fuel my body properly, but at the same time, if I want to have a pumpkin spice latte, I'm going to have one. <laughs> yeah. Jackie, as far as sort of weight goes, is, is it something you're conscious about being at race weight or are you, do you calorie count? Is, is it something that, that you don't stress too much about? Tell me a little bit about the thinking there. Um, during the first probably two years of getting into Ironmans, like I was much more, um, conscious about that. Like, you know, I was using my fitness pal and tracking all my calories and I was weighing myself weekly. And, um, I feel like I didn't really, I don't know. I don't feel like that really ever helped me too much. Um, and especially coming back from injury, like obviously, you know, I, my, my weight increased unfortunately um so I I kind of feel more bummed than anything if I have a bad day like so that's I guess to try to stay more positive I don't really look at the scale anymore and I just I don't really count calories or anything I just kind of remind myself like okay if you want to have that piece of chocolate that's fine but is that going to get you you know to place in Kona so I kind of just trick myself that way a little bit I guess (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Len, talk to me about solids versus versus liquids. You mentioned the power bars and that those were were readily available, so that was your go to. But how how much of a of a solid person are you? Do you do you eat lots of solids during a race, or do you sort of avoid them on the run? How how do you deal it on on race day? Um, well, on the bike, I have um, a water bottle that has like 13 gels in it and then is filled with water and, you know, some salts in there as well. And then in my little um, bento box on my bike, I break up two power bars and put them in there. And that's just kind of like if I feel like it, I'll, I'll grab one and eat it. But I try to be very conscious about like every time my Garmin splits for five miles, I'll take a swig of my power gel concoction and then anytime i just feel hungry i'll grab you know a piece of the power bar um and really try to make sure that from aid station to aid station i've finished my my water bottle up front um but then on the run it was really weird i I totally tried something new when i did cabo in 2014 and it just really worked um so one of my friends made some comment like yeah you just break it up as my you know 26 by one mile repeats. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And I ended up deciding like the race day that instead of having gels, I was just going to have alternate between water and Gatorade at every aid station. Um, I, I mean, I had a power bar in my, in my pocket just in case I needed it, 
But all I had that whole race for the marathon part was just alternating water and Gatorade, um, having a cup of each at every aid station. And I felt totally fine. So it's that's kind of been my go-to ever since. I love that. And and sometimes you, you, you it's not that you're deliberate about it. You almost fall into it by accident and you find something that works for you. I've, I've heard that uh, concoction on, on the bike with the gels in the in the bottle. I've, I've heard that so much and I think I'm going to give that a bash my next time out. I think it's a, an awesome idea. You have to worry about carrying gels and it's a, it's a great way to get that uh, nutrition in, particularly on the bike. Yeah, and then you can't get in trouble for littering either. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for joining us here on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. Best of luck for Kona 2016. We'll be be following your, your progress very, very closely. You and, uh, and Ryan, best of luck. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to putting world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar. Don't forget, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free Audible trial at the KonaEdge.com forward slash free trial. One of the 180,000 titles available right now, and you can download it free, is Dan Golding's winning at 70.3, How to Dominate the Middle Distance. This book will save you a ton of time and help you train smarter and focus your attention correctly where it needs to be. Time is of the essence. You need to be even more careful with time and make sure all your training sessions count, have a strong purpose, and a definite purpose. You need to ensure you know how to enhance recovery, eat well, and sleep well. Training smart means you do not avoid the things you don't like to do. You find out what the best athletes do, and you do that. I have tried to make this book as clear and straightforward as possible with explanations of jargon or technicalities where necessary, but I have tried to stay focused on practical strategies that you can use today, this week, and this month to move you closer to your goal of mastering the 70.3 distance like a pro. To download that book, head over to theconeedge.com forward slash free trial. If you'd like to access the commercial free feed of The Cone Edge, go to theconeedge.com forward slash support. <laughs>